scripture readings today is Joshua 1, 1, verse 9, and Mark 10, verses 17 through 30. Joshua 1. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In Mark 10, as Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God. You know the the commandments. You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud. Honor your mother, father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. That's as this man's face fell, he went away because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? The disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said again, Children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, We have left everything to follow you. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, no one has left home or brothers or sisters or mothers or fathers or children or fields for me and the gospel. We will fail to receive a hundred times as much as their present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, all, along with prosecution and in the age to come eternal life. Amen. And I just thank God today just for his Again, his, his grace for us. It's a wonderful thing to walk in his grace and his mercy and his love that he loves us. So I have a, I'm going to be doing for the next four weeks a series of sermons on courage. And so today we're going to do the courage to listen. I was thinking about, um, epiphany and so happy epiphany to each one of you. Um, I was thinking about it and I thought about the courage it must have took for the wise men to listen to that inner voice that said, follow the star to the baby Jesus, to actually believe that there really was a baby there, to, to have that courage to listen to that voice. And that, <coughs> excuse me, that's what I want to talk about today. Having the courage to listen to the voice of God, to listen to the Holy Spirit as he guides you. As we go into this new year, I want to encourage you to have an ear to hear as God is guiding you. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it makes any sense what he tells us to do. But God has a plan. And so today I want to talk just a bit about those who had an ear to hear as God guides them. And he guided them 
to do their purpose, guided them into their destiny. And so I was talking with a friend the other day. And we were we were at lunch and we were talking about hearing the voice of God and, and listening. And she said, I want to be so close to the Holy Spirit that I can hear what he's telling me and I will do it. I don't want to be afraid. I want to have the courage to do what he's calling me to do. And that made me think of the courage it must take to hear the Holy Spirit guide you and to to do it. You know, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes he tells us, and this is what's funny, as I was preparing for this sermon, I was looking on Facebook and I saw someone that I know, but I don't know her well. And she was saying she was very sick. She's like, I'm just so sick. And this was, was on her post. And I felt very strongly, you need to send her back a prayer. Write her a prayer and send it back for a prayer of healing. And my first thought was, well, man, what will she say about that? I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm a little afraid to do that. I don't know. And the Spirit said to me, I felt God saying to me, you have to walk what you preach. If you're going to preach about being courageous to listen to what God is saying, then you have to, you have to walk what you preach. And, um, so I did. I sent her a note and prayed for her that she'd be healed. And I believe God healed her. And so I thank God for that. But that's just a small example. But sometimes He will tell us to do things. God will tell us to do things, and um, it may be a little frightening to do it. It may be a little frightening, but he gave us a scripture for that, and that's our first scripture, Joshua 1 and 9. And it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. So no matter what he tells us to do, no matter what I mean, I think of a time I was in the store, I was in the grocery store, and um, I was shopping. I think I was looking at beef or I don't know, it was something. I was in the, the meat department, and a lady came up to me, and she just started talking to me. And I'm not sure what, you know, what or why, but um, I, I suppose I have a friendly face. How about that? So she started talking to me, and I felt so strongly, tell her to come to Broadway Christian. I had not been here very long, and um, I said, you know, I'm pastoring over at, you know, and this is just something I wouldn't normally do, but I felt it so strongly. And I don't know, I don't think she's ever come, but um, that doesn't mean that she won't. But I actually told her, come on over and visit us. We do this and we have this there. And why don't you come and visit us at, at the church? Um, that's another example of the courage because I didn't know her, you know, and I wasn't sure if she wouldn't say, get away from me. I don't want to hear about your church, you know, because some people do, but. We have to have the courage to hear God. And I don't know if any of those words that I said to her made a difference in her life. It may have. It may have just been to mention the name of God to her. And that could have made the difference for her on that day. I don't know, but I know I heard him say do it and I did it. You have to have the courage to do what God is calling you to do. To speak into the lives maybe of strangers or friends that you're not sure that they'll receive what you have to say. But if you feel God saying, show them love. If you feel him saying, give them, you know, something. Sometimes he asks you to give them something that's important to you. Just to see if, if you will, if you are really listening to him. And it's important that we hear his voice. And so um, I want to encourage you today to have the courage to listen. But not just listen, to do what he says. It's hard to, it's hard. You know, we don't really, even in conversations, many times we don't actually listen. We listen long enough to hear them pause so that we can get our point in. You know, we do that a lot. But 
to listen to the Holy Spirit as he guides you. I pray you'll have the courage to do that today. Another example, or my first example of someone in the Bible who had to to have the courage to listen to the, the guiding of God because it cost him so much was Abraham. And he was Abram at the time in Genesis 12 and 1. Um, and it says, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. How many of us would be bold enough to pack up everything and move just on what you, you think you feel? You think, you think you know it's the voice of God, but it would be very difficult to leave everything you know, everyone you know, pack up all of your things and just leave. And you don't know where you're going. He tells Abraham, God tells Abraham, I'll show you where you're going after you get going. That takes courage, courage to walk away from everything you know, all of your comforts, all of the the things you're very familiar with, all of the people you love, to walk away to a place that you don't actually know where you're going. He gave a wonderful example to us of having the courage to listen to the voice of God, to listen to him as he, he guides you and tells you which way to go and what to do. Now, I was thinking about that, and I kept trying to think, now, who do I know who really had courage to listen? And you guys know who it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have an idea because I talk about her every week. But I miss my mom. But she had the courage. Back in 1984, we were at a different church. We actually went to church in Omaha. And um, she said, I feel God is calling me to start a community mission for all the kids here in Council Plus. She said, God told me there are, there are more people here that I need to reach. And so she went through so much adversity to step out in 1984 as a female pastor and start her, her, um, to start that church. And as I was thinking about it, I started to remember some of the things she went to, but it took that courage in spite of all of these things. We, we were in right on 8th Avenue is where our church was. It was like, um, 16th and 8th Avenue or somewhere in there. Can't quite remember now, but. And we were there for a long time, but I can't quite remember exactly where we were. However, it was a little church, and she called it the community mission because her goal was to reach all of the young kids in the, in the community and teach them about God. She felt like they were missing it, and she felt like we, her children, we were in a bigger church. She felt like we were missing. We were missing um, the true meaning of God in such a big church. We kind of got lost in the crowd, and so she said, I need, I feel God. He's leading me to do this. And, and she had the courage to listen. We were in that church, and one Sunday, people threw snakes into the church while we were at church having service. They threw snakes in the door. You know, I mean, to have the courage to still keep going after that. But that wasn't it. Another Sunday, they threw tomatoes at the windows while we were having church. It just was... um. It was something to me, as I look back on it now as an adult, to see the courage it took every week to go back. And God is saying, no, I need you to reach this group of people. I need you in this city, in this church. The courage it took for her to continue to keep listening. And that wasn't it. But one final thing, they did a, it was a lot of things done. One final thing that really got me and yet showed us the power of God. They crawled underneath the church and they cut all of the, the, Joyce, I guess is what that's called, the wood underneath that keeps the church standing. They cut them. 
And we didn't know, and we went to church, and we were a big bunch of people who jumped a lot, and we sang a lot, and we, we were, we, we moved a lot, put it that way. And the church, the floors never caved in or anything. And when we, we hired someone to come and remodel, um, they went underneath, and that's when we found out. God was taking care of her because of that courage, because of the courage to, to listen to him, regardless of what it looked like, regardless of what we had to go through. She heard his voice and and listened. She listened and did what he called her to do. I think just this last week, I went over where we are now. We're in a different location now where my brother is pastoring. And when I arrived there, Someone had taken a um, statue of Mary. They had cut off the head and cut off the hands and threw it on our, on the yard there in the church. And I thought, well, gosh, still, (laughs) still we have to, to have the courage to keep going. The courage to know that there's still people who, who do not want the church in the neighborhood or whatever, but we have a call. My mom left us a legacy and we have a call to reach the people of that neighborhood, to reach the people of the city. And so still, because of her legacy and her courage to listen, my brother's like, doesn't matter to me. We're going to keep going. We still have people to reach. And that's how I felt. Yes, we're going to keep going. We still have people to reach. And so I just shared that because just to think that after she started that in 84, so this year makes 40 years, but still you have to keep fighting. You have to keep battling to keep having the courage to listen as God guides. Amen. Amen. And so another example of having the courage is Ruth. And Ruth is one of my favorite characters in the Bible, only because that's what my mom called me. She would call me Ruth. And so um, I love her. I love her story in the Bible for that reason. But Ruth had the courage, again, to leave everything she knew because she felt God's, her future was in where God was sending her. But she had the courage. She had to have the courage to hear that and not to give in to what was comfortable, to not give in to her, to have complacency in where she was because it was comfortable. So Ruth 1, uh, 16 through 18 says, But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. So again, she had the courage to hear God saying, I have a good plan for you. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, I have a good plan for you. Ruth was able to hear that, the courage to listen. As God said, that I have a good plan for you, but you have to leave everything you know and go with Naomi to a new, to a new place. And so I just want to encourage you. God's not asking us sometimes to do anything that drastic. He's asking us to love our neighbors. He's asking us to, you know, to, to share with the poor or, you know, whatever it may be. He's asking you sometimes to make amends with family members who really get on your nerves, you know, sometimes you run into that. But he's he's not asking us to, to some people he is, but to leave everything we know, you know. He's just, but to have the courage to hear him when he does ask you to make a change, when he does ask you to, to do his will, to share his love with someone, someone you may not, you may be uncomfortable sharing it with. And that just comes with it. But that's what he's asking from us today. And I want to encourage you again to have the courage, the courage, 
to listen when he's asking you for this. I have one more scripture that I want to share. It's a little longer. But this one is someone who didn't have the courage to listen. The courage to take a step and try it. And it's in March 7, Mark 10, 17-30. And it says, As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Now I'm stopping right there for just a second. He's done all of the major things. He's done what the Bible tells him to do. He's already doing that. He's kept all of these commandments, but he's finding it hard to listen to his voice. Jesus looked, Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. And again, he's just showing it's hard to have that courage to listen when he's telling you what to do, when God's guiding you. He's telling, he's, he's guiding this young man, give everything away and come follow me. But it was just too much to let go of everything he had. He didn't have the courage to listen and follow God's guidance, Jesus' guidance. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is possible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up. We have left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, and this is the main part I really wanted to get through in all of this. <laughs> Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much as this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields alone with persecution and in the age to come eternal life. He's letting you know, if you choose to listen to me, if you have the courage to listen to me, you won't lose anything. You won't fail. You feel like it at some point, but you won't. When you keep your hand in God's hand, he's going to take care of you. And that's what he's saying here, that no one's going to fail, no matter what. But this young man, he just had a hard time letting go. He had a hard time having the courage to let go of everything and follow Jesus. And that's kind of what the, the scripture it keeps coming in my ear is when it says, um, pick up your cross and follow me. You know, he's telling us you have to, to come on and follow me. And it, it, it's going to be persecution sometimes when you're following him. There are going to be what, what we went through all those years ago. There's going to be things that happen when you follow Christ. But he's going to be there for you. He says he's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. He's with us always. And we can truly depend on that. Uh, the scripture, 2 Timothy says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so you do not have to fear having the courage to listen to God. And so I encourage you again today, 
have the courage to listen to the Holy Spirit as he moves, as he guides, as he tells you what to do. So that's what I'm going to pray for today. As I pray for you, I'm praying that you will have the courage to listen as the Holy Spirit guides you today. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. And we thank you for your loving kindness. And God, we thank you that you have been our protector and our keeper and that God, you have, you've never failed. And we thank you that you have never failed us. And we give you, God, love, honor, and glory for that. And then, God, I'm praying today for each person here under the sound of my voice, God, that you will give them the courage to listen as you guide them. You'll give them the courage to make the changes that they need to make in 2024. Whatever you're telling them to do, God, I thank you that you are even now giving them the courage, God, to rise up and to make those changes, to follow your voice. And I give you all of the praise for it. You're so worthy, so wonderful. We love you, God, honor you, and adore you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.